Hey, 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 you guys. Thank you all so much for being back on Black Canvas. This is season nine, and we have an amazing special guest here on the show, Mr. Rob Everly. He is a young, versatile singer, songwriter, and producer originally from Long Island, New York. With the release of his debut EP, Where's My Mind, the New York native captures what it truly means to be heartbroken. Rob writes all of his own music, lyrics, and works with various producers to create unique moments within his songs. Each one of Everly's songs or stories and moments into his life and others around him. Influences from eclectic group of artists such as Phineas, Billie Eilish, um, all the way to Madison Beer, Olivia Rodrigo, and Jake have helped to create Everly's genre-bending, darker alternative to traditional pop. And I'm just so excited to have Rob here on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on. Well, I'm excited too. I actually want to tell you guys, I was scrolling through on Instagram one day and I was actually listening to new music and I saw Rob's music on there. I was like, oh, I have to have him on the show. I love his voice. And then I just started listening to music on YouTube and following. And I was like, this guy is going to be a huge star if he wasn't already. And so when I started to learn more about your background and what you're doing, we actually found out we have a connection that we didn't even know, which is really cool. So, yes. Robbie, you kind of want to explain how we found that out. <laughs> yeah, so I am currently attending um, the Rock Nation School of Music, which is in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I'm studying music technology, entrepreneurship and production. It's kind of a mouthful, but it's kind of like everything music. And I'm like, I'm taking voice lessons um, like on the side, just, you know, go stronger in my voice, learn all the technique. And Berkeley, the artist, um, is my uh, voice teacher, which happens to be your cousin uh, that I found out. <laughs> right. And so Rob and I were talking. I was like, you go to what school? I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's where my cousin goes. And he was, I was like, who's your teacher? They said, that's my teacher. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. But I think that's amazing. It just shows how yeah. music works, how relationships build, how social media is such a great platform that you can connect even miles away and meet people who are unique and great and who are doing good things. So I'm so glad, first of all, that you are getting stronger with your career and you're making connections, but I'm like, oh, great. So my cousin, that's a lot of pressure on him to make sure he gets you right. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Oh, no Thank problem. You. So Rob, I created some questions that I thought would be really cool. Some titles of some songs you might actually know, and I thought it'd be great for us to kind of Get your first natural reaction to each one. So if you're ready, we can go straight into it. All right. So All the right, first one we it. have is far. So if you have the opportunity to travel to any city across the world and perform a set list to a sold out crowd, what city would you choose and who would you be co-headlining with on that tour? Oh, man. Um, so I'll first start off by saying like traveling is one of my like life goals like i, I want to see literally every single content in every single city like everything i can but um if i had to pick one um i would probably want to go to either rome italy or milan italy um because uh number one that's where like the most of my listeners come from and most of my fans are um and that's also my background too uh my family is very italian so i would love to go there i haven't been there yet so maybe that will be my first time but um as far as a co-headliner, um, I'm definitely going to shout out my uh, friend Mercer Henderson. Um, we met in New York 
uh, last year, and she's absolutely incredible. And I would definitely uh, take her with me. Man, I love that. I'm gonna have to look her up for sure to learn more about her um, in her music. But I think that's a really great thing that you mentioned, like kind of getting into the roots of where you come from and just being able to just have that experience. For me, I love to travel too. I mean, I've gone to a few different places. I will tell you one place that I enjoyed more than any. I love Cozumel. I mean, I've been there twice. Amazing place to be. I've been to Belize and Belize was just an experience. It's a funny story. Like I cannot swim, which is like the funniest thing. And I'm going on a cruise. So that that in and of itself is like hilarious. And so my mom and I were going and she was so nervous. And I'm trying to trick her. I'm like, hey, we're going to get on here. I'm trying to beat my, my fear of getting in a smaller boat. And so we get in a small boat and we're traveling to go to Belize from off of the actual carnival cruise. And my mom's like, are we getting in that small boat? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm like, yes, we, we're getting on the boat. And so we get there and she's having a great time. We took some pictures. So we're getting back and like the water is like really bad um, coming back. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, like this looks like a storm is coming. So they had this elderly lady. She had to be maybe in her 70s or close to 80s. And I don't know why no one was with her. And so she's trying to get on this little small thing. I feel like we're, I feel like Peter Pan or something. Like we're like on the edge or Captain Hook. Like I feel like I'm going to fall into the water. And so I'm trying to hold her up, this lady, to get across. And I'm about to fall into the water, oh, literally man. holding this woman up. And mom said, uh-huh, that's why I told you I'll get in that small boat. <laughs> That's crazy. It oh was the God. scariest thing, but I'll just never forget just that moment. I said, you know what? You were right. And we just laughed. But yeah, but, <laughs> but Belize is definitely a place I would love to go back to. So if you get a chance to travel, definitely hit up Belize for sure. Awesome. All, All right. right. So next question I have for you is doubtful. So do you ever struggle with second guessing your musical choices? And that can mean like writing songs or recording music or even performing live. Oh, all the time. Um, I definitely would say it's gotten better now. Um, but like when I was first starting, um, I used to second guess everything. Like I, I used, <laughs> I started uh, songwriting at like 12 or 13 years old. And um, I just was writing about nothing. Like I just was like writing about words that made no sense, situations that made no sense and just throwing words together. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's gotten better now. Um, but I, I'm still, I'm still in my head all the time. Like the more and more I listen to my own music, the more and more I get in my head about it. I'm like, no, this sucks. I can't release this. And if it's already out, I'm like, no, I got to get rid of it. Nobody's allowed to hear this anymore. So yeah, I am always second guessing myself on that aspect. But, um, even from like a performing aspect as well, um, back when I first was starting, I had so much stage fright. Um, now it's gotten so much better. I love to perform. That's like one of my favorite things to do in my career. Um, but yeah, uh, all the time, but it's definitely gotten better. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like doubt plays a big role in many artists not following their passions. Do you have any advice to maybe a young artist who may doubt themselves or feel like they can't be passionate with music due to their fears? For sure. I mean, this is kind of cliche, but I would definitely like say stick with it. Um, I'll give you an example. Like throughout grade school and high school, I was bullied. Um, not just for me making music, um, but like just for, um, not to get all deep, but like them calling them saying, oh, you're overweight, lose weight to fit into with this standard, blah, blah, blah. Just normal high school click, um, fights going back and forth. But, um, I definitely would say, don't let 
people bother you, I would say go after your dreams and yeah, just stick with it. I think that's sage advice. And I feel like even as adults, we sometimes forget that we have so much power within our words, but also in our behaviors and who we surround ourselves with. And I, I always tell myself that if I notice my energy is off, either based on a previous experience with someone, or maybe it's a current reality that I haven't accepted, then it's my job to do the soul searching to figure out what works for me. And if someone or something is not actually giving me any type of joy or satisfaction, then I have a right to reverse those thoughts, do something different and be okay with where I'm at in the moment. And so I feel like that's a great point you made of, you know, just kind of following your dreams and being open-minded, I think plays a big role when it comes to music for sure. Definitely. Yes. All right. So I got another fun question for you. Enough is the title of this one. The year 2020 was a time for, of course, many of us who struggled around this country dealing with, of course, COVID-19, and we saw a big influx of that, what was going on. Um, What is one thing that you feel that we should be tired of seeing um, that has caused more divisiveness in our communities? I definitely think just people need to be nice to one another. I mean, that's so simple to say, but like going back to the whole high school bullying thing, like what was the point of that? Like, is it out of jealousy? Like, are you trying to be better than an, another individual? I just think that everybody just needs to be nicer to each other. Yes, and I think we have so many commonalities, and that's something that we really don't talk about too often. Um, I know myself as a writer. I love to write. I've been writing books and doing poetry for a while, and, and even done short writing i'm doing a short film of information and screenwriting i just love all of that creativity and so one thing i've always said is like there's room at the table for all of us to be able to support each other but i think one of the hardest things that happens is when someone is in their own head and it can be like you said an insecurity within themselves and maybe they're trying to to maybe toughen someone up and i feel like tough love is not really showing the love that we need we need to have more agape love and that's something that we start to gain when we actually soul search and find ourselves in my opinion. Definitely. So I, I, I think that's going to be a challenge. I think some people are going to really face these challenges over the years of, of starting their careers. But like you said, once you really find or fine tune what works for you, it can definitely help to improve you as a musician or an artist. Oh, for sure. Yes. So next one we have is there's not enough time. So if you could give your younger self, one piece of advice. I want you to choose an age as well. What would you say to young Rob? Oh man. Um I'm going to I'm going to go back to probably I've spoken about this twice already, but um I am going to go back to the time where I was like 13. Um that was a really hard time for me. Um uh my parents were splitting up, which I have some songs about. Uh, So that was really hard on me to be put in a situation like that, to be strong for my two younger brothers. Um, But, and then like the whole bullying thing again, like that, I really, really let it get to me. I remember like, this is what this song is about. There's not enough time. Like I, um, I graduated high school a semester early um, to kind of pursue music and also get away from high school uh, because it was not a fun time. Like I was, like I said, I was bullied, right? Um, so I didn't want to be there. Like, I remember calling my mom, uh, begging her not to, 
go to school and just trying to get out of class and get sent home early because I just didn't want to be there. It was that bad, which sucked. But um, I definitely, you know, I wish I didn't get to me. And I kind of would say, like, just don't let it get to you as easy. It's easier said than done. But just don't let it get to you. Um, You only know you um, and nobody else knows you better than yourself. I think that's another piece of advice that is very helpful especially for young kids right now. I think things have shifted a lot, Um, especially when I was in high school, which is going to be, I'm thinking about it, it's going to be 20 years. It's just, it's shocking how long it's been. But I just go back in my (laughs) mind to like things that I used a lot to get in my head. I didn't like high school either. It wasn't anything against the people there. It just wasn't the high school I wanted to go to originally. I'm of course proud that I graduated and did a great job, but I had other plans. But when you have a sibling that's already there, it was just a lot of stress, you know, going in being kind of, you know, the second, quote unquote, second best. You felt like that walking in. And so for me, that was a huge struggle. And then I had to start to learn to develop new relationships. I had just lost one of my best friends had passed away um, from cancer at that time. So it was just a lot of anger I had and frustration. And so when anyone said or did anything to me, I was like a firecracker. I was like, I'm going to stand my ground and I'm not going to lie. anyone to bully me or push me. And I, I dealt with bullying, but it wasn't to the extreme where I allowed it to internalize in me. I just knew, hey, this person must like something that I possess that they don't have. And that's how I turned it around. And so then as time, of course, progressed by my junior, senior year, I pretty much made friends with everyone. I was actually... Um, voted most successful, um, um, what was it, most likely to succeed and most loyal, which was shocking um, because I was like, I didn't really even have these kind of friends before. And like people really saw something different in me before I I graduated. So that was a good thing to turn it around. But I realized I didn't need validation from anyone else. But it was good to hear. I was like, I don't need All right. So what about our next one? I can't say goodbye. So is there one person you've lost in your life that you wish you could see again right now? And a second part of that question is, what would you want to hear them say one last time if you could hear them? Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a deep question, but um, I um, I just recently lost my great uncle. Uh, He passed away in January or no, the the end of December rather. Um, and it has been extremely hard for my family and being away from home right now, like I said before, I'm originally from Long Island. So that's where my family is. Although it's not so far, it's not that easy for me to go back there. So just being away from my family has been really difficult, um, in a time of grief. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I probably would just want to hear them say, I love you and support, I support you and everything that you're doing. Uh, he definitely was a huge supporter. Um, he always had everybody in my family's backs, uh, no matter what it was. Uh, he was always there for us. So it's, it's been hard, but um, it's not easy, you know. I, I do know. I mean, it's going to be in a few days, it's going to be 20 years since my grandfather passed. And so it's, it's definitely difficult. You have people who are close to you and you build those connections. And anyone knows my grandfather was like one of the closest people in my life. And so I, I've dedicated episodes to him. I've talked about him a lot on the show, but 
I always remind people, and this might be a great sense of advice that you can do for yourself. There's two things that I try to do. I always try to take someone out to eat or, or sit down and talk to someone who's less fortunate or someone who, you know, is struggling with maybe pain or frustration on, on the day of or around that time frame. So that way I can talk about my grandfather in a positive light to keep me from thinking negative, but also doing something for someone else yeah. who may need to hear or be, you know, given at least a sense of warmth and connection in that moment. And I feel like doing it with different people just reminds me of who he was and all the great things that he taught me and just about having humility because you never know where you're going to end up and until you're in a situation where someone else or walk even a mile in that person's shoes you just don't understand the plight it's taken for them to get up and, and try to put a smile on their face or try to even stay alive um, with all the things that are going on around the world especially recently I know we just saw in the news um, another mass shooting and things that are going on it's just like enough is enough yeah. but the thing is is that until we all are on the same page and understanding how it affects us and what we can do to have a social change and to do things differently we're going to keep repeating unfortunately these patterns um, that we're seeing around the world so I'm hoping um, that I can continue to pay it forward and his legacy and his life can be led through me and that might be something you can do for your family as well of like music and and who you are as a person they'll be able to see him in you yeah i love that so much and i love the idea of paying it forward um living in living in new york city um i'm sure you know that there's a huge homeless population and there's a um and there's a lot of people who are just you know busking in the subways or throughout you know washington square park times square all those places so what i like to do is i I take like $10 or for like five to $10 out of my bank account a week uh, and get some cash. And I walk around and help those people as much as I can throughout the week. Although it's not a lot of money, I do believe um, that giving a little will always come back to you in a good way. Um, so yeah, I definitely love the idea of paying it forward for sure. Absolutely. And when you become the famous star that I know you're going to become in the future, this will be your platform that you will be able to share with people. And it's not just the fact of doing something altruistic for someone else. It's the fact that you've given your time outside of your money. I think, you know, money is so important. Yes. We need it to survive and do a lot of things, but it's the love of money. That's the root of it, you know, evil and issues. And it's like, Hey, you don't have to love it. You have to spend it, but it's like, are we investing our money? We're investing our time and others. And how do we feel about, the experience that we leave people with how do people feel with the experience they have with us and so yeah that's why I love this show is like every time I talk to either guests I've had before or maybe it's the first time it's like I'm really building a genuine friendship and connection with that person's spirit versus with the person you know in their career and that's what I feel is most important yes for sure I definitely agree 100 percent appreciate that now, what about hope you feel okay? What is one thing that you can do to help bring you out of a terrible headspace and encourage you to kind of feel like centered and grounded when you're feeling at your worst? Sure. Um, honestly, songwriting is a big one for me, right? I just uh, at school, we have multiple practice rooms that are open uh, a while. And um, I just like to sit down 
um, at a piano or my guitar and just spew my feelings, right? It, if it's just like random words and random ideas that I'm thinking of in my head, I just like getting them down on paper or even on my notes app and my phone um, and then just going through it. So songwriting is definitely a huge outlet for me. Um, and I would honestly say like, you know, spending time with family and friends, like I've, um, created such a close friend group at this school full of creatives, full of people who are trying to do the same thing I do. And being around like-minded people has really helped control, um, my doubts and, you know, my anxiety and yeah, just overall being here has been better. So I definitely would say like songwriting and hanging out with the people that I love and choose to hang out with has definitely been a huge outlet for me that's amazing and do you mind kind of sharing or shouting out those supporters that have kind of held you up even in those moments where you just kind of felt like i don't know how to move forward but they've been there to support me of course um there's my friend colleen she's absolutely incredible she's an incredible singer incredible songwriter um my friend miguel as well same thing incredible singer incredible songwriter incredible dancer um there's my friend lane um, absolutely incredible, um, singer, vocalist, everything. Um, but yeah, and there's so many more, right? There's so many supportive people and I'm going to shout out my parents too. Like my dad has been a huge supporter of mine, same with my mom. Um, so I'm very lucky to be surrounded by people who support and love me. And I feel the same for them as well. So you know what I was doing there? I was actually helping you practice your Grammy speech. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I, so I'm like, hey, you got to get that list together. You need to have them. Roll them off your tongue. And you're like, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. I got them. <laughs> <laughs> that was good practice for sure. Definitely. For sure. But I think that's a great thing that you have a chosen family, people that are around you that are at the school with you, people you've known for many years. And then you have your immediate family who, care and support and want you to succeed and I feel like when we can have all of those to line together then you feel like you're not alone and I feel like especially when a person has experienced bullying you know that's the hardest thing is that you want that support but you also don't want people to know how bad it is so you try to fight it on your own but the great thing is now the battle is not yours to do by yourself you have a lot of people who can hold that armor up to make sure that you're shielded from a lot of the negativity of this industry um, which is a doggy dog industry, but the more you can continue to be yourself, people are going to connect with that. Yeah, 1000%. Yes. So Rob, you're getting to the end. You've been doing a great job. I want to tell you that first off, amazing job. Well, thank you. I appreciate no problem. So I have two last questions for you. So the first one is, can you tell us um, what's next for you as far as like music or if there's any kind of tidbits or things you want to share with us exclusive? And then the second part of that question is how can our listeners find you online if they haven't heard of you and they want to look you up? All right. You want some inside information, huh? All right. Um, So yeah, I'm working on new music. That's number one, Uh, two songs right now. Uh, They're both uh, with my friends, which is awesome. I'm not going to say who yet, but um, it's very, it's coming very soon. Um, I actually have my first ever um, headlining show in New York city. Uh, with my friend Mercer. I can't say that. That is announced. It's at Rockwood Music Hall in downtown Manhattan on April 13th. I literally could not be more excited playing all new music, um, old music, some covers with a full band. It's going to be an incredible night. 
Um, and then I'm actually heading down to South by Southwest, uh, the music festival in Austin um, in March, actually in like three weeks, which is kind of crazy um, how fast that came up. But yeah, so many good things going on. I'm so blessed, so grateful um, and so, so appreciative. But if you want to check me out, uh, you can find me everywhere at Rob Eberly. Um, search me up on Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming platforms. It's Rob Eberly. And I'm going to be releasing new music soon. So, yeah. Rob, this is fun. I've had such a great time, first of all, learning more about you and your career. But just being able to see someone who's young, who's hungry for this, and being able to be humble and to have charisma and, and that certain level of spark that not everyone has. And I feel like that's not only in your story, but that's in who you are and what you're wanting to do this for the right reasons. And I feel like people are going to connect with that. And that is what's going to help you to be a huge star. You know, it's not, it's not just the music. You're going to be a great person that people want to get to know. That means so much. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, no problem. So Rob, I would love to have you back in the future. I have two other shows. So I have one which actually does live performing, which is called Space Between. Um, so I would love to have you to perform some of your music if you would like to in the future. And then the third show is called Embracing Your Love Marks. And so Dorian and I, we co-host it pretty much once a month. And so we go more in depth with talking about challenges that people face, um, ways that we can move past it, but also finding um, that sense of happiness to share and self-love and being able to connect um, in a positive light. So hopefully if you're interested in the other two in the future, I would love to kind of set you up to kind of do a few covers, regular songs, and then we would maybe definitely want to talk more in depth for people to learn more about your history. Oh, for sure. Let's do it. Let's set it up. I'm so down. Awesome. Well, Rob, this has been fun. I've had such a great time with you and thank you for giving us time and being on Black Canvas. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas but i'm just excited for all the new things that's going to happen and if you get a chance to record some of it send me some of it since i can't physically be there i would love to kind of hear you perform live and just break a leg have a great time there of course thank you so much and thank you so much for having no me. problem have a great night all right okay, you too bye-bye <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,